everybody, and welcome to the Money Made Easy podcast. Every week, we will catch up with all things money, honey. It's your hosts, Angelica and Tisha. We're coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at Money Made Easy Podcast and also on our website at MoneyMadeEasyPodcast.com. We'll be talking all things money, earning it, saving it, and investing it in the easiest way possible. Our goal is to educate, uplift, and empower you to feel confident in your financial decisions. Now, you may be asking yourselves, are you both money experts? (laughs) Heck no, not even close. We're far from it. We will be bringing on some of the best experts in the biz to set you up for success. Now, on to this week's show. Hello, everyone. Today, we have the honor of speaking with the inspiring Tanya Van Court, who is the founder and CEO of Goalsetter, which was recently featured on Shark Tank back in March of 2019. This revolutionary app is devoted to helping kids and families save, learn, and grow their money. Let's welcome Tanya to the show. Hi. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you here. Oh my goodness. So excited. Yeah. I have to say back in college, my friend and I actually um, talked about like the need for an app like this. And so I just love that you have revolutionized it and created it and put it into motion. It's incredible. Um, So let's, you know, start with giving us a little bit of background about who you are, how you got involved. I know we know your background, obviously with Nickelodeon and all that, but give us a, you know, give our audience a, a brief rundown. Yeah, I'm happy to. So, uh, you know, whenever people ask me my background, I think the most important thing that I can say about my background and the thing that qualifies me most to do the work that I do is that my mother was an elementary school teacher in Oakland, California. (laughs) And so I am her daughter. I have her DNA. And um, everything that she represented was how do you bridge gaps for kids? How do you make sure that every kid out there has the same opportunity and Um, the same possibilities, no matter what their starting point. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yes, I can say I've got two degrees from Stanford in industrial engineering, and I led um, marketing at Discovery Education as they were introducing digital textbooks into classrooms across the country. Um, And I led digital products at Nickelodeon for their preschool and parenting division. So great brands like nickjr.com and Mm -hmm. noggin.com. Um, and I launched ESPN3 at ESPN, which was one of the first digital video players in the cable industry. So I can tell you all of that about myself, but the truth of the matter is that I really think of those as um, pit stops on my path, um, places that prepared me with a skill set that I needed to bring to this mission and this goal today. And this mission and this goal is inspired by my mother. That wow. is so cool. It's That's like so building cool. blocks. You're uh, the whole way. You've just been building, building, building. And now this amazing thing has come from all of that. It's awesome. And it's building blocks when, you know, you're, you're stacking them and you have no idea what you're going to build. You're like, wait a minute, <laughs> yes. is this like a coliseum? Is it a house? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, what? <laughs> Is it a church? I mean, you have no idea what it's going to be. Yeah. And so yeah. you, know, you just keep stacking the blocks and doing things that feel closer and closer to who you're meant to be 
until those blocks start to make sense and you go, aha, this is what I was ordained to do and why I was put here. And this this is such a great idea. What was, was there like a moment where it came to you or were you like, oh, I need to teach my kids about money? How did it come about? I mean, it's such a great idea. Thank you. You know, there was a moment and a lot of times I listen to people's founder stories and I'm like, oh, are you sure that's exactly how it happened? (laughs) For me, it was exactly how it happened. And that was that my daughter was eight and she was about to turn nine. And I didn't know what to get her for her birthday. Like all of these kids in America have too much stuff. And the truth of the matter is, you know, yes, there are some kids who are are really woefully doing without, but a lot of kids have a lot of sneakers, a lot of toys, a lot of games, just a lot. And my daughter, you know, like every other American kid fell into that category. And so her ninth birthday is coming up. I have no idea what to get her for her birthday. And she says, mommy, I know what I want for my birthday. And I'm like, thank God, let me off the hook. What do you want? (laughs) And so she said, I only want enough money to save for an investment account and a bike. Those are the only two things I want. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I (laughs) Just like every other (laughs) eight-year-old. Oh my gosh, exactly. And, um, you know, every other day I'm like lamenting all the things I'm doing wrong as a parent. So I really needed to celebrate in that moment, something that I must've done right. Um, but it actually wasn't about me as much as in that moment, I thought, wow, if I can get every kid in America to say that, then Mm -hmm. I can change the world. If every eight year old in America understood the value of an investment account, understood how to save for goals, understood delayed gratification, and didn't ask for more consumer goods. Wow. We if every 20-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, look, I said I was ordained, but I, I didn't mean to, to do anything with 20-year-olds too. I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stick with my sweet spot here. <laughs> I think though that that's what's so amazing is that you've you've really hit on the key is start them young because yeah if you wait till they're 20 then they don't care they don't want to hear this they don't they aren't as excited as about learning and it seems too overwhelming and there's already debt a lot of times by 20 you know so I think that that is the genius of this app is starting so young and I love that Thank you. I agree. And, you know, people think that four is too early or five is too early. I have to tell you, it is not. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you, uh, you know, on our app, when a kid gets a gift from an aunt or grandma and they sent them $20 along with a goal card and the goal card has a video and grandma's saying, I'm sorry, I couldn't be there for your birthday, but here's $20 towards your dreams. They're like, I got a card from grandma. It's like getting mail in the mailbox, right? Mm -hmm. But they're getting something that's meant just for them. And it's a video with their name and, and love from the people who they love. And then they get the money on top of it. And then the question is, well, how much money do I have now, right? Kids like to see that dollar amount grow and they like to feel like they're saving at really early ages. So I agree with you. It, you know, it's never too young. And if you start them young, you set them up with healthy savings habits that last forever. Yes. Why don't you explain a little bit how it works? So if someone that already has an account on the app 
send something to someone who doesn't have, uh, if they do send a gold card or something, but that person doesn't have uh, an, the app? How does all of that work? Sure, absolutely. So first I'll just talk about the app itself and here's what the app is and how it works. So we are a savings financial literacy and soon smart spending app for the entire family. And when I say the entire family, I do mean from cradle to graduation for kids. So if you have a newborn and you've got enough newborn stuff in your house already from the last newborn you had, it's a great tool for family members and friends to give money into their savings account very easily by giving goal cards instead of gift cards. And so that's what I just talked about in terms of that personalized, customized, digital goal card that's real money towards real dreams. Um, but if you have a, you know, a 10-year-old, we have features on the platform that are allowance, as an example, so that the kid can do chores, earn allowance money, and you can decide how that happens. We have a few allowance rules. One is set it and forget it. You're 10, you get 10 bucks a week. A second one is you're on payroll, which is here are five chores. You're not getting that 10 bucks until you do the five chores. And the third one is entrepreneur in the making, which is here are 10 chores. Each one is worth a different amount. You eat what you kill. If you do nothing, you get nothing. If you do eight chores, you get paid for the eight that you did. So, you know, we love to know that we are growing with the kid and meeting the kid where they are in terms of their financial needs. Um, and so that's, you know, I've talked about if you're a newborn, I've talked about if you're an eight-year-old, if you are a teen or a tween, we're about to launch a teen and tween debit card. And so that teen and tween debit card will allow them to have financial independence with controls, with parental controls, um, and help them to spend responsibly. But the bottom line is, whether you're a newborn or an eight-year-old or a teen or tween, we have a savings account today. And a savings account is really what we put forth as the first conversation, not the spending component, not the debit card, because every kid in America needs to save. So we wrap all of that with a fun layer of financial literacy quizzes that are mapped from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. They're mapped to national financial literacy standards, so kids are learning real things, but they're rooted in memes and GIFs from social media stars, hip hop artists, and pop culture. So it's wow. super fun. Kids are learning real things, but they're loving it. It really is Nickelodeon meets FinTech. Wow. That is so awesome. That's genius. <laughs> Seriously, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, tell us a little bit then about how it works as far as you say it's a savings account. So is it um, a high yield savings account or what kind of percentage savings account? Is it, you know, share a little bit about that and how that Absolutely. works. So we all know that, you know, interest rates across the country have tanked. And so while we yes. would love to be a high yield savings account, it doesn't enable us, um, you know, our, our relationship with our back end bank doesn't enable that right now. We do pay 1% interest once a person has saved $500. So once your kid's account gets the $500, we say that they've gone on a saving streak. Um, we know that kids love going on Snapchat streaks, and yes. so we hope that they love going on saving streaks as well. Um, and then we pay 1% back um, APY, and we do it on a quarterly basis. So um, it's a great way for kids to understand, yes, you should put your money in places that offer you some kind of interest. But, you know, the other thing we heard um, from a kid the other day who said they were using our app, and I asked for feedback because we always ask for feedback. And I said, tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly, because it's only with the bad and the ugly that we're going to get better. And the response was, 
We love this at Miss Tanya. It's so different from the insert major bank app that, uh, that I also have. Um, but you know, they were saying that because we really do think about kids and we put kids front and center. Mm -hmm. And I, I would offer up that I don't think there's been any other financial technology app that's been launched by a person that comes from Nickelodeon or that has a kid's background and not a finance background. So I think we really do sprinkle some magic sauce on there that makes it a lot of fun for kids. Oh, absolutely. And that's geared towards kids wanting to save and wanting to grow their money. That's so important. Love that. Well, and I love the idea of the, like the saving streaks or the like badges or anything like that. I mean, I am such a sucker for anything like digital badge kind of like Peloton app always gives, you know, like anything that's like, oh, you, you <laughs> had like a workout streak. Good job. So like, I love that idea. And I think kids are really motivated by that too. And so it's just giving them that extra motivation to continue learning and continue like wanting to like see their savings grow. And I mean, I will say like, that's, I feel like how my parents really taught me is, you know, whenever I would get a check from grandma or my birth or for my birthday, you know, it would go straight into savings, but like, I never really got to see it until I was at a point where I could use it. So I just love this like whole factor of, you know, being able to actually see your money grow and also learning through memes and like the things that, you know, like you said, you have that background of knowing what kids like really drives kids. So oh, I'm just obsessed. It's amazing. Yay! <laughs> Well, and just recently, y'all, on Juneteenth, you um, started a new initiative. Tell us a little bit about this, because this is yes. so exciting. Thank you. We are so excited about it. So this initiative on Juneteenth is to get a million Black kids saving with financial literacy. We know that, um, and the, the research tells us, that kids who have savings accounts in their name are six times more likely to go to college they're four times more likely to own stocks by the time they're young adults. The research also tells us that the African-American community is projected to have a negative net worth by 2053, and the Latino community is projected to follow by 20 years. And when you look at the data that says, why is this happening, right? A big portion of why it has happened is because of systemic rules and policies, both corporate policies and banking and financial legislation and, um, and government legislation, um, all, all of which have disadvantaged these communities. And so our goal is to prevent 2053 from becoming a reality. How do we do that? We think we can do that by getting every African-American kid in this country a savings account with Goal Setters Financial Literacy. Because if we do that, and we, let's say today I could, you know, make my magic wand work and every kid between zero and 18 had a savings account. Then by 2053, those kids would be between 33 years old and 51 years old. And they would know about saving and they would know about investment and they would know about um, APY versus APR and they would know about compound interest and they would uh, be investors because by the time they were 25, they would have owned their first stock according to the data and the research. And so we think we can turn around that 2053 statistic by getting every black kid in America a savings account with culturally relevant financial literacy, which is quite frankly what we have with Goal Setter, right? We speak to kids. We speak to all kids. We speak kids language. And yes. so, you know, when we're talking to kids about money, it's not boring. It's not what they're getting in 
you know, when they get something from a bank or a financial institution or, you know, an educational body that publishes a big book on finance, mm -hmm. they're getting something that feels current and that they can relate to and, th and that, and they can develop pride around learning this language. So, so that's our goal. And we're really excited to, um, you know, to have launched it, but now to work with partners to make it a reality. Mm -hmm. So great. So important. And what kind of partners are y'all looking for? Because I know y'all are still expanding that base. We are. Absolutely. So, um, you know, again, because of the history of African-Americans and banks and financial institutions in particular in this country, which have caused a significant portion of the wealth gap between Black Americans and white Americans, um, we are going to banks and financial institutions and asking for their support of this initiative. We're asking for them to sponsor kids with a $40 seed amount in their savings account and to, to sponsor their goal setter app for five years so that kids have access to the kind of financial literacy we're talking about. And speaking of kids, you even uh, can use your own personal experience as we just heard. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about your kids and their ages and how they've responded to the app. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I have kids that range from four to 14. Um, so I've got a 14-year-old daughter. I have a 10-year-old son. I have a nine-year-old stepdaughter. And I have a four-year-old son. Nice. And so we got a good mix of girls and boys and different ages and different life stages, mm -hmm. um, which makes for a really great focus group when you can't get out. <laughs> You've got your own little built-in focus group. That's How convenient. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but look, they love the app. I mean, my son um, saved for his Xbox on goal setter. And, you know, that's wow. how he bought his Xbox. Because I was like, that cost, how much did you say? Yeah, no, I'm not buying that. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he was really inspired and motivated to do it. He did extra chores around the house. He, you know, asked for goal cards for his birthday. So oh, it was a, a great opportunity for him to really, you know, figure out how do I make this happen? Um, and then my daughter, my daughter just likes money. And so my daughter is not saving for anything in particular. She's just saving and, you know, trying to get me to spend all of mine so that she can save. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does she realize that she was the inspiration for the app? Oh my gosh. Does she? I mean, she's like, mom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, and the um, bonus is the kisses, right? <laughs> What exactly? I don't even have to go on a saving streak to get that bonus. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. One more. Baby, mommy has to finish this call first and then I'll come play with you. Okay. And then, yes, we can um, even play water balloons, but only if you're patient. Okay. I will be. You're going to be patient. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, Bringing out the big guns, water balloons. <laughs> water balloons, right? I mean, but look. I mean, look, that, that's a great example of delayed gratification, right? <laughs> like you can have what you want if you're patient. And so, <laughs> and so that's what we're trying to teach on the app too. I mean, literally, you know, if you are eschewing smaller things in favor of something bigger, that's going to be a great lesson for you when you're trying to buy a house or trying to mm -hmm. save for your first apartment or you know, whatever you're trying to save for. I meet so many people who are in their 20s who are like, I'm a great saver because my mom took me to get my first bank account and my first savings account when I was, you know, five or six. 
And then I meet people who are like, I am a disaster with money because my parents were disasters and they never taught me anything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, we want all of these kids to have an opportunity. The other great right. thing about goal setter is your mom or dad doesn't have to be the one to set up your goal setter account. Your aunt can set it up. Your grandma can set it up. Your godmother can set it up. So, you know, if you have an adult in your life as a kid who's like, I'm that money responsible adult who really wants to make sure this kid I love is learning these things, they can set up a goal setter account for kids who they love. They don't need a social security number or anything like that. They can just set it up. I love that. That is wow. so awesome. Yeah. Well, and I love the whole meaning behind just um, making kids aware because that does teach adults to be aware. And it, and it brings up the conversation because I feel like that's, I mean, that's one of the big reasons why we started this show is because there's just not enough conversation about money, something that is needed and used every day in everyone's life. And it's like, there's so many parents that even if they are successful in making good money and they're good handlers of money, if they're not talking to their kids about it, then it's just, it's not passing that knowledge on. And that's what's so important is sharing with their kids. And, and this is a perfect way to open the conversation up. Mm -hmm. And if they don't know what to say, the app can help them with that. And I love that. That is totally right. You know, it's funny because people think, oh, rich people are good at money and they tell their kids about money. 90% of wealthy families lose their wealth by the third generation. Wow. Why do we think that is? Because- Well, and so many of them are uncomfortable talking about money and it's like they, oh, we don't ask, you know, you don't ask people about money. You don't talk about money. You don't mention money. Well, if you're not ever asking or talking about it or mentioning it, how are you going to learn about it? How are you going to learn about it? Exactly. So, you know, it's so funny. We had a, um, a piece that was done on us on ABC News last week and they interviewed a 12 year old um, who lives here in Brooklyn, New York, and she's been a user of the app for about nine months. And they said, what do you love best about Goal Setter? And she didn't say, I love allowance and I love getting allowance. She didn't say, I love getting goal cards. She didn't say, I love playing the quizzes. She said, I love that Goal Setter teaches me things about money that I never knew I didn't know. And they said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, I thought money was just about like spending some and saving some. She said, but I've learned about the concepts of frugality and compound interest in the rule of 72. And this is from the mouth of a 12 year old, right? And <laughs> there are so many adults that don't know any of that. <laughs> That's right. And so the great thing is that like, if you don't feel comfortable talking to your kid about money, don't worry about it. We do. Mm -hmm. um, we feel comfortable. So put your kid on the app and just let your kid play. And I guarantee have her on the show, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? She's amazing. She can teach our listeners so much about money. My goodness. <laughs> so great. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, but that's the beauty of game-based learning. If, when you get it right, you really engage kids in a way that you and I can't as their parents. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so, so we're excited to feel like we're in that sweet spot of having gotten it right. Where we have kids who are begging, can I open up another quiz this week? And we're like, sorry, you can only open up one a week. I'm sorry to <laughs> delay your financial literacy quiz. <laughs> I mean, gosh, when do you have kids begging to take financial literacy? <laughs> Right? Yeah. That's when you're doing financial literacy games right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because there certainly is wrong and there's right. That's right. 
Okay, so I have a question for our listeners. You talked about, you know, banks and institutions, different financial institutions and corporations can do these $40 seed amounts for someone. As the Money Made Easy podcast, could we give a couple of uh, these $40 seed amount gifts to a couple of our listeners, our our kids, our listeners' kids? Absolutely. They will love that. That's a fantastic idea. Awesome. It's super easy. Just go to our website, click on give a gift. Mm -hmm. And when you click on give a gift, you or any of your listeners for that matter can just use someone's email address and send them a goal card Um, for whatever amount you want. You can upload your photo, your video, a fun GIF, and then that card will be what they use to start their account. So they will get the card, confetti will fly, it'll say, hey, the Money Made Easy ladies have sent you an awesome gift, and they'll open it up, they'll see the $40, and then they will just go through the sign-up process to submit their, their savings account with Goal Setter, and that $40 will be deposited. That oh. is okay, so great. So if you're, if you're <laughs> listening to this, check our Instagram and see if we've already given it away or if we're still giving it away. So depending <laughs> on when you're listening to this, it may already be given away, but we'll give two of those $40 seed uh, starter accounts away. Um, and then also tell us about, because I have the, I have the goal setter app and I know that if I send it to someone and they download it, isn't there, they get like a, we each get like $5 or something in our account automatically, right? Right. You each get $5 in your account automatically. What could be better in terms of way to earn money? Exactly. (laughs) Money earning now. Right. (laughs) Free money right from the start. Can't, can't complain about that. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Look, you know, and the best part about it is you don't feel like you're shilling something on them that's no good for them. Exactly. Something you want to share with your family and friends because it, it you know, so great for them and literally is changing lives. So. Right. And so are there any catches on that? Do they have to have $500 to get the $5 or anything like that? What are the stipulations for that? Yeah, the stipulations are just they have to be... Um, So they have to sign up, they have to link a bank account, and they have to start saving something. So they've got to be active on the app. And then Mm -hmm. I think there's a 30-day waiting period. It might be 60 days, but there's a little bit of a waiting period to make sure that people aren't just cycling in and cycling out. Right. Users who are really getting awesome. Yeah. 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 No, that's so great. I love that. We We will definitely make sure that we have a link available on our website directly to the app to make it easy for someone, but also they, I'm guessing they can just, well, I know because I downloaded it already. You just search goal setter in the app store and there you go. That's right. Super easy. Goal setter, all one word. So don't separate the words. (laughs) Yes. And um, easy to find. Yes. Well, and I love how the accessibility factor of it, um, I mean, like you said, if, you know, someone in their life wants to set this up for them, it doesn't necessarily have to be their parents. It can be an aunt or uncle or a friend or, you know, maybe a mentor in their life. And I just love that. I think that that is so impactful and can, I mean, cause you know, some people may not have those kinds of people in their lives, but if, you know, if someone it feels like, inspired to do so they can and I just love how you've made that so accessible for everyone thank you I appreciate that you know that's a big portion of how we think about even product and feature development 
Um, we think about how do we make this accessible to every single kid in America. So another example of that is, um, you know, when, when a kid or a parent signs up to save for their goals, because remember, parents can use Goal Setter to save for their goals too. In fact, 80% of the parents on our platform said they wanted to use our platform to save for their own goals, and that's why we opened it up. So if they decide to save for goals, mm -hmm. the parent can connect their bank account and do auto save, or they can round up all of their debit card purchases to theirs $1, $2, or $5, anything up to $5. And they can put that money into their kids' goals or into their own goals. And parents have told us they wanted to save for an emergency fund. They wanted to save for a family vacation. They wanted to save for something nice for themselves, or they wanted to save for something important for their kids, like robotics camp this summer or their kids' mm -hmm. college education. And so we try to make it really easy for parents to save. But here's yes. the kicker. That auto save and roundup feature, we have another feature called Family Circle, where that parent can invite grandma and their aunt and their godmother in. And they can also connect their bank accounts and round up or do auto save and contribute that money to that kid's savings account. So even if you have a nuclear family who doesn't have a lot of money, that allows for saving to be social mm -hmm. and for everyone to contribute to help a kid towards their goals. That's so great. And they can have as many different, like you can have vacation, uh, emergency fund. You can name as different many goals as you want, right? That's right. That's right. We start everyone off with three just to make it simple for them so they don't have to think about the goals, right? A savings mm -hmm. goal, an education goal, and a fund fund. Um, and, but then, you know, if a kid says what I really want to say for is a skateboard, they can add their skateboard goal. Um, if there a parent you says, you know, what I really want to say for is that family vacation, they can add that goal. So, so great. I love Amazing. that. And I love the roundup feature because it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, it's like 16 cents. You know, it's like your change. If, and there's so few of us that use actual dollars these days. So instead of saving the pennies and watching the pennies grow in the jar, you're watching it grow on their app and on their phone and having it just so easy and accessible on their phone. It's like that's kids where that's where they spend their time anyway. So it's like if you can have a phone and you can, then you can save and it's that easy. Yeah. And the great thing is, that it works on a phone, it works on an iPad. So mm -hmm. if you've got a 10 year old who has an iPad, Goal Setter works equally well for them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask that because awesome. if there's like younger children who, you know, if the parents wanna have them start using the app, but if they have an iPad that they already use, then that's a perfect way to start kickstart that. Um, and then when they do get their phone, they can, you know, get even more involved. Yes. And it also works on the computer too, correct? So um, it does not work on the computer. It's an okay. app. So yeah. So it's okay. uh, so it's phones. It's tablets. Yeah. Okay. Because I I knew I looked at the uh, website. Yeah, the on, website. The, on my computer, and so exactly. I wasn't sure. That's where I, I'm sure my my granddaughter, my four year old granddaughter, would probably know that, and I wouldn't. <laughs> but you know what? I will say you can send a gift from the computer. So go onto the website and click give a give a gift. And that's the best way to give a gift. So you're there right. You it does work on the website. It's just a different iteration. You can download the app to save for yourself and have that whole savings account, or you can click give a gift. Awesome. Yeah. Great. 
So then what about, okay, if this person, uh, when it comes time, the child has saved, let's say they're saving for a bike, it's a hundred dollars. I'm probably way off. They're probably way more than that now, but, (laughs) um, let's say that was their goal. They made it to their, you know, a hundred dollars. And now how do they get that money? How long does that take? What is that process like to, to spend and to buy that bike? How do they get the money out? Yeah. So then getting the money out is actually really easy. Um, you know, like with a lot of fintech apps, uh, the parent has just connected their bank account to our app. And so when the kid says, hey, mom, I have saved $150 for my bike, um, there's a button that the parent just pushes that says cash out. It's right next to, you know, your bike goal. And uh-huh. it says cash out. You can also move money around on the app. If the kid says, hey, I got to $150 on my bike, but you know what? I decided I'm just going to use my big brother's hand-me-down bike instead because I don't want to spend my money. Then you can take that money out of the bike goal and put it into the general savings goal. So we do let kids move money around within their app. We want to teach, give them the freedom and the flexibility of doing so. We don't let them cash out or move money into the app from their parents' account because that's their parents' bank. And we obviously want the parent to have control over that. Um, But coming soon is a teen and tween debit card. And so then the kid will have the ability to say, hey, I got $150 for my bike. I'm going to move that money onto my debit card and then I can go use the debit card immediately. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And it'll actually be a physical card that they will use just like a normal debit card. It is a normal debit card. It's super cute. Every time we show it to a kid, they're like, I love it. <laughs> so important. Um, yes. and, and so they love it. And um, the thing that I love most about it is that it's called the cashola card. And I think that's so cute and fun because you can just hear a kid saying to each other, hey, did you send me my cashola? You know, hey, I, I paid for your pizza. You owe me cashola. Um, <laughs> And, um, and the debit card will come with peer-to-peer sending and spending capabilities. Oh, awesome. So, you know, it'll be like Cash App and Venmo, but a safe version for kids and a, kid right. and a version that teaches kids financial literacy. Right. And if okay. they get to that $500 point, they'll even get 1% back. So. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, and I can't imagine like being in a school setting and having that cashola card and people being like, Ooh, what's that? And then I just feel like it just continues to just grow and grow and people are going to continue. And it's just such an amazing resource for, you know, kids and to make it cool and hip, you know, I mean, that's what they want. So it's perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, Super fun. It's super fun. I love it. This is so awesome. I love this whole concept. This is just great. I can't wait to see where you guys get to in like five, 10 years down the line. It's going to be inspiring. Oh, Angelica, thank you. Look, I hope so. Because I, I have to tell you, you know, when I think about my own kids and I think about why I did this, it's because financial products haven't always been the best for all families. Mm -hmm. And I really care deeply about the next generation of kids not being taken advantage of, about them understanding money and about them, you know, about companies leading for them with the right messages. We've had enough companies leading with spend, spend, spend your money messages. Um, And we're different, right? Like we are the debit card that's gonna teach you to save before you swipe that card. And there is no other teen or tween debit card that has financial literacy attached to it, mapped to national financial literacy standards. So 
your kindergartner is learning needs versus wants, your you know, 10th grader is learning APY versus APR, your 12th grader is learning compound interest and the rule of 72. I mean, so, you know, we are teaching kids real concepts. And so by the time they're swiping that card, they, they get it. They get that, you know, money should not just be spent. And the way to build wealth is to save and then to invest and then to, you know, be an owner. I mean, because we teach them all of those concepts. So I do hope that in five or 10 years, every kid in America and every family in America will have goal setter, will have a cashola card because it, it, you know, I hope that they see from this company a, a, a partner in parenting, a partner that they can trust and a partner who, you know, teaches their kids about, um, about the right ways to use money because that's what all of our kids need. Absolutely. And this has come at such a timely point in America and what all that is going on with race and racism and systemic racist. And it's just so important that yes, children of every color, black, brown, Latino, uh, Asian, white, um, Hispanic, everything, every child needs to learn that they are worthy of wealth and that they can invest in themselves by saving and a little bit at a time can go a long way because all of that is so important. Yeah. Tisha, I may have to steal your words. I love you are worthy of wealth. So can you please not trademark that? off of this call. <laughs> it's, it's actually um, become a, an affirmation that I am preaching far and wide because there are so many women, especially, mm-hmm. first of all, that have trouble saying I am worthy, but then yeah. when you throw the double, the double W in there, the, I, I am worthy of wealth. Right. It's just, it's like, oh, even if they can say I am worthy, which they have a hard enough time saying, saying I am worthy of wealth, they feel like they're asking for too much. And no, you know, it's like you're worthy of air, you're worthy of water, you're worthy of wealth. You are. You absolutely are. Yes. So feel free to use it. I I want us all to be saying it and sharing it and spreading it because <laughs> we've got to get that. And and what better, I mean, our kids to teach them that at such an early yeah. age and that every single one of them, yeah. no matter what color, no matter what their parents have, no matter where they've come from, where they've been, they're every single one is worthy of wealth because that is the truth. And, um, it's, it's just so important. So yes, feel free to use it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You've got a convert here. You say you've been preaching it. So I'm, I'm a convert. Yay. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm. Well, um, I wanted to also piggyback what you mentioned about, you know, how, the financial literacy, you know, throughout the ages keeps growing. And it just always takes me back to like the, when I was in high school, trying to figure out what college I wanted to go to, or everyone was, you know, trying to apply to all these different colleges. And I, I feel like once you can, we never talked about how much tuition was. I mean, it was more of like, Oh, like that one's the most prestigious, like that one has the best degree and all this. And I mean, like college debt is something that like most of Americans deal with. And, you know, if they can know how the impact that that 
tuition costs will affect them years down the line when they're applying. I mean, it'll then hopefully give them the resources to make, you know, a good decision and, or know what they need to do to not have so much college debt or whatever. So I just feel like that knowledge that you're giving them at that age is so important and pivotal to then their future finances. It's so funny that you said that because I remember meeting a guy who's one of my colleagues at Nickelodeon. Um, and so I must've been in my early thirties at this point. And, um, and, and his name was Nelson. If Nelson hears this, he'll know I'm talking about him. And I remember Nelson, you know, I went to Stanford and Nelson went to Harvard and, um, I was like, Oh wow, that's awesome. And so, you know, we started talking about college debt or something. And Nelson said, Oh, I went to community college for two years and then I transferred into Harvard. And I was like, wait, you what? And I was like, yeah, that was a much less expensive route. There's no way I was paying Harvard tuition for four years when I could go and get my general ed stuff done at a community college and then go to Harvard. My degree still says Harvard. I mean, like yeah. everybody else's, it says Harvard. And I was like, and that's why you were at Harvard and I wasn't because you're much smarter, <laughs> right? Um, it, was, it was just mind blowing for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But someone taught him that was a thing. And, and right. so it's funny that you mentioned, right, that the, the thing about thinking about college tuition, we have those questions in our financial literacy quizzes. We talk yeah. about, you know, yeah. you could go to this school and the tuition is this much, or you could go to this school and the tuition is this much. How long will you be paying for each school if you pay back X amount at Y interest rate? Wow. Right. I mean, we let kids think about that. I mean, we talk about diversification and asset allocation. I mean, we say, Rihanna wants to invest in um, a a new company. Uh, Where should she put her money? Should she put all 100,000 in her friend Kylie Jenner's beauty line? Should she um, put 50,000 in Kylie's beauty line and 50,000 in, you know, a a, a shoe line? Or should she put 30,000 in a tech company, 30,000 in Kylie, 30,000 in a shoe line and 10,000 in something else. You know, so we, we use those examples to explain to kids in ways that they can get, hey, you know what? You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. It's not good to invest all of your money in a non-diversified portfolio, right? If you go and say to a normal person, oh my gosh, your portfolio isn't diversified, right? If someone said that to me at 25, I would have no idea what they meant. I'd be like, portfolio, wait, what? what is a portfolio? Am I supposed to have one? What's diversification? I mean, what's that allocation, huh? We are teaching these kids those concepts mm-hmm. and, right. and it's great. It's great. Oh, it's so great. That. I just, we could talk all day. I know. I know. <laughs> Truly. Um, well, seriously, Tanya, thank you so much for creating this platform yes. and for giving accessibility to children who, you know, I mean, it's just so inspiring and you're doing amazing and incredible work and, yes. you know, we're so honored and to have this time with you and are so excited to watch this platform continue to grow. Um, but I know we have to wrap up. <laughs> um, so we do like to, um, at the end of every episode, we do like to wrap up with two questions. The first question being, what is your definition of success? So my definition of success is... Um, you know, it, it, it sounds so trite in so many ways, but my life has really shown it to be true. It is doing something that you really love and, and making a difference in that thing, um, in whatever way you make a difference, right? So 
I could say that I'm doing something that I really love. I'm teaching kids about um, saving. I'm teaching kids about financial literacy. I'm helping kids to become financially healthy. Um, and, you know, I could say that I'm successful if I do that with only one kid, right? But for me, success is about doing something that you love and having maximum impact at that thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we came up with, you know, we wanted to get a million black kids saving. That's why when you hear me talk about where I want goal setter, I don't want it in one kid's hands. I want it in every kid in America. And then I want it in every kid in Brazil. And then I want it in every kid in China. And then I want it in every kid in the UK, right? Because I think that we uniquely bring maximum impact to kids in a way that no one else can. Mm-hmm. So if I have honed a skill that I think I'm the best at, and then I get that out to the most amount of people that I can possibly touch, then for me, that's success, right? I've, I've, I've learned something that I'm really good at, and then I've found a way for that to touch the maximum number of people. And so that doesn't matter if it's artwork or a piece of music, mm-hmm. um, you know, just spreading whatever you do well to the rest of us, because we all need to be touched by whatever it is you're doing well you are you know writing a, a beautiful poem you can't just keep it in your house because other people need to be touched by that we need to hear it we need to feel it so i think that's how i would define it oh wow that is so good i love that yes spread it wide spread it to everyone every country i love that the other question that we always ask every guest is what are the three words that come to mind when you think about money Um, so the three words that come to mind when I think about money are financial freedom, fair. Mm. And, um, you know, for me, those are the three words because every one of us deserves financial freedom, Mm -hmm. right? And Financial freedom doesn't necessarily mean that we can all go buy a yacht when we want it, but it does mean that, you know, we um, have the ability to send our kids to a good school. It means that we have the ability to live in a home that's safe. Um, It means that we have enough food on the table, right? It means that we don't have to make a choice, as I saw people do during COVID, of going to work for a paycheck when they had a pre-existing condition. And so they were choosing their livelihood over their life. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I think about money, you know, money is only as good as our collective ability as a society to help every one of us become financially free. Otherwise, yeah. you know, we've got some billionaires who hold all the wealth and we have a whole lot of people who are struggling. And I don't think any one of us can really feel good about that at the end of the day. Um, when we look back on our lives and say, uh, is that the life I intended to lead? Um, and so that leads me to the, the third uh, adjective, which is fair. You know, how can we more fairly and equitably disseminate money? Um, you know, and each one of us gets to make a decision about that every day. Mm-hmm. When you have a multimillionaire who has um, a nanny taking care of your kids, and you get to decide how much to pay that person as you are stacking your stock portfolio and 
um, building your kids' college funds, and that person has kids too that, you know, that she wants to live a great life. How can we be more fair? How can we be more fair with the money that we have and, and the decisions that we can control? We can't control all of our country's decisions about where money goes, but we can control our own decisions. Um, and we can control decisions in the places of power that we occupy. You know, when we occupy those spaces of power, we can make decisions, right? The banks and financial institutions that I'm going to now and saying, hey, I know this money that I'm asking you for may hit your bottom line when you're funding these savings accounts for kids. That may hit your bottom line, but let's do what's fair. You know, these banks have made millions and billions of dollars um, through the historically racist and um, oppressive policies that they've had and that our country has had. And I think now is an opportunity for us to all look at money as a tool of fairness and figure out how we can all do our part. Yes. I mean, this is just something when you said that, the fairness in the banks, it's like it... <laughs> I know that there's people that have withdrawn, you know, they've uh, had too little money in their bank account and they've become overdrawn. Mm -hmm. Then they're hit with this huge fee on top of that. And it's like, wait, so this poor broke person just got hit with a $25 fee because that bill couldn't, you know, that check couldn't clear. Now you've just made this poor person even more poor. And in the meantime, you're getting rich off of it. And that's always seemed like such a crazy system to me and so backwards. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait, why don't you check with that person and say, you know, I mean, they don't, you know, it's like, or they'll send the check through and that's what sends them to a negative balance and then they'll get the fee. And it's like, oh, it's just, it can be so wrong. And then that maybe it's that person who maybe they don't even speak English, so they can't call the bank and have a conversation. You know, they don't feel comfortable having the conversation and saying, you know, it was just this one time thing. Can you please waive it? Whereas if, you know, any person that makes that call and asks to have it waived, then it's usually waived. But if you don't even know that you can't ask that, it's just such a, it can be a really negative uh, cycle. And so I love that you spoke to that. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, well, well, tell us where everybody can find you because we have taken up so much of your time. It's just been wonderful and, and we, need to, we need to wrap up and let you go. So tell us where everybody can find you and the app and everything one last time. Absolutely. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook at Goal Setter Co. G-O-A-L-S-E-T-T-E-R Co. And you can also find us on our website at, at literally Goal Setter, G-O-A-L-S-E-T-T-E-R dot Co. Um, and then finally, you can find us in the App Store on iOS or in the Android Google Play Store. And that's just Goal Setter, G-O-A-L-S-E-T-T-E-R. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Okay. Talk so great. You. Seriously. Thanks so much. Okay. You all know the drill. Please go give us a five-star rating and leave us a review and might as well hit that subscribe button while you're there. And let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. Share your favorite part from this week's show. And we'll see you next Money Monday. Bye. Bye.